where a day at the races begins. RSN 927's Race Day Morning. Plenty of previews to come in this hour. David Gately, Kev Casey and Ed Kennett from Red Belly Sports will give us some thoughts on the Randwick meeting. Bart Sinclair for Doombin, Nadia Horn looking at the Morfordville meeting and Harry White will work through the Mildura Quaddy and Best Bets before we change codes with Dan Malecki and George Ferruja to look at Melton Harness and the Meadows respectively before we hand over to Michael Felgate, Matty Stewart and Dan Malecki at the Valley. So we've got plenty to get through. Feature racing in Sydney today with the Chelmsford, the Tramway, the Furious and the Concord, so plenty to get stuck into with David Gately, who rejoins me. Good morning again, Gator. Yeah, we're back. Any thoughts on that track downgrade in the last hour or so from a soft six to a, a soft seven, and, and if that continues, anything that, that may impact the way you're thinking about the meeting? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously I've worked on um, on a soft track. Looking at the radar, it does look a bit nasty still. Um, so that will have an impact, I think, on, on a couple of horses, you know, that we like that were, that were perhaps better suited in the soft range. So we'll watch and monitor, and I'll try and reference that throughout the preview here. Kick it off with the highway over the 1,200 metres. Take out numbers 6, 9, 12, 15, 16 and 20. Opal Ridge with J-Mac aboard heads the market. Short price favourite at 2.15. Only other horse in single figures. Participator at $5, Gator. Yeah, it's a fascinating... Highway, given you've got um, a three-year-old filly taking on the old horses early in the season, and it's Opal Ridge, uh, who actually are pretty well in a silver shadow. She's never on the track, still stuck on uh, exceptionally well. Look, it's just not easy for that age demographic, um, but uh, gee, it's, it's irresistible form back for a, from you know from a group race to a highway. Participated with a nice return, closing off with the near 60 kilo spitter here, 1200. They're the big ticks, and so uh, country. That was his first top two miss at Rose Hill. He wasn't beaten far. The rider said he probably didn't back up, so now five weeks between runs may be significant. And Mosquito certainly uh, in the mix. 8 4 3 14. 8 4 3 14 in the first. And with the rail out seven gator, your thoughts on how the Randwick track might play under those circumstances on potentially a deteriorating track? Yeah, well, we had a three metre uh, rail last meeting. They were certainly off the inside rail. The most recent. Uh, meeting with similar dimensions was back on July the 9th. We had a nine-metre rail that day. Now, the inside lanes held up pretty well for the most part, um, chopped out perhaps very late. Um, so perhaps a similar scenario may unfold today, but we know the amount of traffic the track has had. It's held up remarkably well. Race two's the midway over 1,800 metres. Scratchings numbers 1, 2, 13, 16 and 17. More even market here with Scorchland four dollars forty heading the market. Navajo Peak five fifty six fifty for Macrona eight dollars for Bella Violet. What do you think of the midway, Gator? Well, I'm going to tip uh, Navajo Peak. I think um, probably backable around that five and a half ish mark. Back and wide, good late Hawkesbury. Certainly acts like the step up in triple suit. Uh, it does sharply uh, step up to eighteen hundred. This stable can do that. Scorchland had the back of the favourite all the way in five kilos left in one of these last times, but he's still going to be good enough to win it. And he ran him down, race rated quite well. 1,800 looks okay. Baccio Del Miss struggled on the bottomless track for um, then up in trip onto a soft seven, won well at Canterbury. So keep an eye on the radar for this horse. And Bella Violet draws out, had excuses last time in the Scorched Land race. Um, probably needs luck and or pattern on side. But in the mix uh, at a price, 
around that eight dollar mark. She's as I speak nine six seven and eight. Air Gators numbers in the midway race two nine six seven and eight. Race three's over 1,100 metres, a benchmark 78. 14 runners, it's clear of sketchings, and Jell Lai heads the market at $5. Another even market here, Rubinocci at $5.50. Duchy of Savoy, we spoke to Wayne Hawks earlier on today. They have taken out yearning as a late scratching with that track downgrade. Duchy of Savoy's at $7. Hoover Lucy at seven fifty. dollars Gator. The only Duchy of Savoy can run well here, um... She's uh, around that seven dollar mark, I and mean, she trolled well before the really good return win. She was wide on the speed hillside, still beat them. All honours were hers. She ran smart time at nine lengths above average, doing it. She wasn't far off some really good fillies in the Hayes Stakes when second up in February, eleven hundred suits her even better. And um, yeah, I think she's uh, really backable. Shanka at ten dollars, perhaps a value danger as well. Maybe it's an exotics type race. On pace, keen, but won the latest trial well. Stuck, uh, struck very wet tracks her first three and probably should have finished close to the King of Sparta in the Magic Mans on the Gold Coast. It's good form, but I don't think she wants um, a significant amount of rain between now and and uh, 12.50 as well. Ruben Occi did a really good job last week. It just um, led with a horse outside her, still kicked in the worst part of the track and was seven weeks between runs. And this favourite, Jai Lee, can certainly win. Uh, J-Max sticks... Um, Kept fresh, back to 1100 perhaps a tiny query at the price, but goes in, 11 to 1 and 4. Race 3, David Gately's numbers 11 to 1 and 4 in the benchmark, 78 over 1100 metres. First of the stakes races, the Tattersall City Cup over 2400 metres, race 4 on the card at Randwick this afternoon. Take out two, Lord Ardmore, who started favourite, the Wyong Cup yesterday, and eight, Grove Ferry. Current market, Shapes up with Cadre du Noir, $4. Heading the market ahead of too much to bear at $4.60. $5 for through Irish eyes. So Marin Eustace team with two of the first three favourites. Arapaho at $6. That same price for Chalkstream. Raging Bull Gator, the only other horse under double figures at $9.50. Yeah, look, I'm happy to back too much to bear. She just drew out a little bit. Um, it was a lovely return. They chased cross talk. She was just wide too soon here last time. Wasn't far off. Lord Ardmore and co. Uh, never stopped trying. I think a win is close. Arapaho won that Premier's Cup, of course. Last time was so strong late. Look, he's really good on his day. And the wetter ground, 2,500, there are no negatives. Two Irish eyes brings down some good form uh, from Victoria or up. Um, I just don't know about uh, this extra rain in the last uh, hour and, and whatever happens between now and race day. The soft ground's okay, worse a query. And Cato Denar was, um, it went to 2500 here, third up. Too good simply for 78 grade, despite the weight. Now drops to 54. It can win for 9157. In the first of the stakes races, the Tattersall City Cup. Tattersall's Club Cup, 2,400 metres, race four on the card. David Gately's numbers, 9, 1, 5 and 7. Sprinters, a number of them first up here, race five on the card. The Concord, maybe some horses on an Everest path here. It's clear of scratchings. Eduardo's been heavily backed in the last 24, 48 hours. He heads the market at eighty. Andermatt's at $4, $9.50 for Malkovich, Zapateo, $10, $11 for Mask Crusader. We heard from Wayne Hawks earlier that perhaps the 1,000 metres and rain-affected ground might be a little bit against Mask Crusader. How do you see the Concord? Yeah, I think Eduardo tips himself despite um, being a rising nine-year-old. There's no signs of, of slowing up. It's not as if he's had 100 starts either. 
He's unbeaten here at a thousand. Close up in a lightning stakes, fresh last to win, and I don't think he loved the straight track. You know, he rated down for him in that race. He won the shorts, uh, fresh prior, beat a horse called Nature Strip. Nick Zapateo at ten dollars perhaps represents um, a danger. She's the one on the upward spiral against the nine-year-old. Uh, outstanding return win. She's got a real touch of class on her Mazu form. Now, some are tipping him to beat Eduardo in an Everest. You can certainly make a case at the ten dollars. Mask Crusader agreed a 1,000 metres might be a bit sharp, but he's trolled really well. He might be back to his best. He was below that last prep, so that's your query. And Andermatt, look, I couldn't get him anywhere near $4, um, but he's a quality horse on his wild ruler form. You can certainly make a case. One seven two and 8. One seven two and 8 in the in the Concord. If you were looking ahead to the to the... Everest and other feature sprint races. Gator, how have you seen Eduardo progressing as, as an old horse, as Nature Strip is heading into this preparation? Does he look to be as good and as strong as ever? Well, I mean, until they are dethroned, it is really difficult, isn't it, to, to pot them. Um, the reality is, uh, as you get a little bit older, things become more difficult. Um, you know, we see it all the time at the AFL level. They're just not the players they were, um, and these athletes are no different. So, the end will come at some point, uh, so I wouldn't talk anyone out of, you know, specking perhaps one of the up-and-comers, but um, my theory is until they are dethroned, they're the kings. And Joe Pride makes a valid point that Eduardo has, in total, only had 27 starts, yeah. so as an older horse, he hasn't been over-raced, and let's hope he's back in winning form for those that have taken the odds, got him into a $1.80, his current price. The furious stakes for the three-year-old fillies at Group 2 level, race six on the card at Randwick this afternoon, and we have had that track round grade, if you haven't heard, with persistent rain this morning from a soft six down to a soft seven, track grade coming through just before 8.30. Take out number two, she's a belter, and nine, Mumbai Jewel, who's down here in Victoria from the Furious, and in secret, second up, heads the market at $3.10 for Godolphin with J-Mac aboard. Paris Dior at $3.90, she's extreme at five fifty. had a gallop between races on course last week, North Star Lass at seven fifty. Wollinga Beast at $9.50. What are your thoughts on the Furious, Gator? Look, I'm going to stick with in secret. She was well back first up. She just didn't get the room, did she, at the key stage. She probably should have gone close. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't... Um, it's not a hill I want to die on, but I think, um, you know, the more you watch that replay, you can make a really strong case. You know, she she probably should have won. And, I mean, the winner just pinched that break while she was held up. Now draws out uh, with a rail seven metres. So this would be interesting, uh, the way the track's playing. If they are edging off the inside, I think it would be a plus. If she can just sit off and wide with a trail. She's Extreme's a really good filly. Liked the trial, liked her work in between races last week. Luckless in a slipper. All her other form as a two-year-old, exceptional. North Star last shared the speed in the Silver Shadow. And whilst they didn't go hard, she didn't get a lot of peace. And she was only grabbed late by in secret four seconds. She must have a case. And Paris Jaws tried well. Six, one, seven, and three. Six, one, seven, and three. And a number of these fillies are going to progress through the Princess Series and step up in distance, even heading towards the 1,600 metres of a flight stakes gator. Is there one or two of these that you think will even benefit more from racing and that rising trip to 1,400, 1,600 metres? Look, I think she's extreme more likely. Um, they've started a bit later with her than some of the others, um, probably with an eye to those mile races, the couple of group ones, so she's probably the one I'd put in that bracket. Um, but I want to see her come back and do it. She's a new three-year-old. We saw Best of Bordeaux back as if unbeatable last week. He didn't come up so far with some excuses. 
So you're not guaranteed anything, are you? But um, to answer that question, she's probably the one over the mile. I think in secret over the shorter courses um, is a bit sharper. Race 7 is the Tramway Stakes with Gators Thoughts in the Furious numbers 6, 1, 7 and 3. The Tramway Stakes sees the reappearance of Zaki. He's been well backed during the week. Also during the week, Annabelle Neesham chatted with Michael Felgate. This was her thoughts on how Zaki's coming to hand. It's very tight-lipped about the thoughts of, of Zaki there. We'll just track down that... Uh, that grab from Annabelle Neesham because we're on a deteriorating track. He's first up. He's obviously a high-class galloper. Annabelle Neesham having a chat to Michael Felgate during the week. We are able to prize this out of her about Zaki. For us, it's very much a starting point for Zaki. It's hard to have them fully wound up for every run. You know, we, Our main aim is to be peaking fourth up into the Cox Plate. You know, For me, this is just the starting point for the campaign. and um, you know, He has got a little bit of, of improvement to come. Uh, you know, he's not 100% fit going into this, but it's no different to what he was last year or, or any other preparation. He's always, we've always prepared him the same for every first up run. Uh, look, I'd love him to win, um, but for me, it really is just uh, a starting point. 1,400 metres first up. He's got a good first up record. He's a winner at the uh, at the 1,400 metres. In this race, Skater at Group 2 level, we take out number 10, prime candidate, and the late scratching of number 9, Yearning. He's an odds-on favourite currently, $1.80. Zaki Profondo, who's got that recent run under the belt at $5. Ice Bath, who wouldn't mind any more rain during the day at $8. Converge first up at the $9. Then we're out to big odds. The others, Nimalee, heads them at $17. How do you see the tramway, Gator? Yeah, well, I didn't know there was a stable change to Marcel Marceau, so that was interesting. Um, but look, uh, Zaki probably picks himself. I mean, he's similar boat, isn't he, to Eduardo, nature strip those sort of horses. I mean... You've got to dethrone him, um, you know, so he's the one with all the runs on the board. He was a brilliant winner of this race fresh last time in when, when I risked him and looked like an idiot, so I'm not doing that again. And he was beaten only by a crawling tempo in the blamey when he was first up last time in. Converge is the one on the up, uh, drifted back in a trial of a fast speed, lovely work to the line. This might be his prep, this horse. He went uh, down less than a length in an Eskimo Prince first up last prep with his 60 kilos, went on to beat Animo. I think Animo would be um, buying for favouritism here. Profondo's return was excellent. Staying at 1,400 on a heavy track, uh, not for me today. And Nimale, a run off her feet, fresh, she can improve. 1-3 from 4-7. and seven. One, three, four, and seven in the tramway. You'll get your thoughts on the, the best plays and your quaddy later, Gator, but is he, he close to an anchor or would you like insurance in the tramway? Uh, look, I'll take he and Converge and probably just those two in that first leg of the year, the quality race seven. Race eight on the card at Randwick this afternoon is the Chelmsford Stakes at 1,600 metres at Group 2 level. Take out numbers 11 and 12, with Profondo preferring to run in the tramway. Current market has Shawfire well-backed, $3. Modophilia at five fifty. Mawunga, $6.50 and $8.50 for Benno following his closing off run first up. Numerian also at $9.50 in single figures. Gator, your thoughts on the Chelmsford? Tough one. Um, Shawfire was difficult to miss, his first up run, given 1,400 never going to be his go, yet he beat them despite an on-pace inside bias. He swooped them. I love the way he built his speed. He ran home 11 last time. I wonder one of the day's quickest. Comes up to wait for age. The mile, heavy track. But no, it was big odds in the wings, but uh, difficult to miss that run. And um, his work on and over the line was exceptional. 
Less depth here. Both his second up runs have been good, and he looks a danger. Moanga, no idea what to make of that first up run, but I wouldn't mark it as anywhere near good, um, despite the fact they, they could make excuses. Uh, if he can give incentivise a scare in a Maccabi Diva at a mile second up last year, he can certainly win this. Uh, onto a heavy track by now, maybe queries. No compromise. Uh, the 10, my best ruffie at 30 to 1, Montefilia. Um, she always runs well fresh, doesn't win. Um, but, um, you know, there's less depth. There's no very elegant in this race. So she certainly has a case. 9, 14, 1 and 10. 9, 14, 1 and 10 in the, uh, in the Chelmsford. Gator, your view of the progression of Surefire, does he have to keep improving to, to measure up to, to this level? And, and if he can continue to improve, where might he end up? Yeah, look, I think um, because of, the, with respect, the, the lack of um, lack of elite um, talent uh, in this race is why he's at the top of the market, plus his return was terrific. So stepping up to weight for age, of course, you know, he, he has to come up a notch, doesn't he? Um, the mile is going to suit him a lot better than, than 1,400. Um, I think he's a really exciting horse. Um, I think $3 is rock bottom for this race, but... Um, there are serious question marks around the better-performed horses. As for his target race, they're probably still working it out, but um, you know, I think 2,000 to 2,500, that sort of range, there's plenty of those op- options outside of... Um, you know, Even as high as the Caulfield Cup, they might even be looking at. So, exciting horse. That's Gator's thoughts on the challenge out of Shawfire, and he's the top selection in the Chelmsford with David Gately's numbers 9, 14, 1 and 10. One of the Group 2 features at Randwick this afternoon. Race 9's over 1,200 metres, benchmark 78. Scratchings are numbers 7, 9, 10, 11 and 12. And currently the tab.com.au fixed odds market has silent impact. Favourite at $2.70, ahead of Starman at five fifty. Arbitration at $7 and Hal I Am at seven fifty. Gator. Look, I thought silent impact could have tried better. She wasn't bad. Um, but at two seventy, I've swept around her. Starman, for me, at a, at a much more backable price. I liked his trials, a strong heat. He was too wide when he resumed in April, quickly spelled. He won Rose Hill 72 race prior to that. He wasn't beaten far in a Gold Coast Magic Millions despite a wide run. Arbitration, good return, uh, picked up speed, strong to the line. Pip Larkspur run for second. Larkspur run scratching here, ran well in the Mona Lisa on um, yesterday, I think it was. Pioneer River, he's got to give them weight. It's not easy, but um, he's a former around Chain of Lightning and then beat Passive Aggressive. He's in the game here and he's, uh, what is he, $15. And their silent impact certainly goes in the quality. 6, 13, 1 and 5. 6, 13, 1 and 5 in the second last. We get to race 10 at Randwick this afternoon. Over 1,600 metres, a benchmark 94. Takeout numbers 3, 6 and 10. Fixed odds market currently in the last at Randwick has Wicklow favoured at $3.10 ahead of Niffler at $6. Chris Waller with a strong hand in the race. Opacity at $8.50 and Elcioni at $9.950 for Bol- Mac Brimmer's home a winner, Gator. Well, I think that was D-Day for Niffler last time when she passed that with flying colours. She had a gap between runs into her run two runs ago and the leaders did crawl in fairness. Back out to the mile last time. Lovely ride. Won well with weight. Now drops five and a half. Wicklow does look a danger. Had tempo against him in, in the Grafton feature in the strong win last time in 78 grade. Five weeks off, back to the back in trip, but um, certainly I uh, won't second-guess this stable if I want to be rich. Elcione um, put the race away really quickly first up. Looks flat second up. He certainly wasn't the same horse, but um, 
you know, he's been kept fresh here and that Mr. Brightside form is very easy to like. And Paternal had a really quiet trial. 14, 13, 8 and 4. 14, 13, 8 and 4 to finish. How do you play the, the big group meeting at, at Randwick Gator from a best bets and a quaddy perspective in particular? Yeah, we'll certainly keep a close eye on, on the pattern and the, the, the track. But race six, number six in secret will make our best, right? Quaddy-wise, and I touched on the tramway, just one and three, that first leg. Our second leg, the Chelmsford, a bit wider here. So nine, 14, one, 10, and 15. Race three is a benchmark, 78, six, 13, one, and five. And we'll come home with just 14, 13, and eight. Great work, Gator, in your work in other meetings around the country. Has anything rudely caught your eye? Uh, yeah, I might have looked at scratching, so hopefully they're running. Morfordville, uh, race five, number two. We made our best there, race five, number two. And Doombin, um, down to race nine, number 12. Uh, our best at Doombin. See how we go. Race five, number two, is Melody Man, currently $3.90 and running, more importantly, Excellent. at uh, at Morfordville. And no thoughts on Birdsville, Gator? You haven't got that far? <laughs> I miss Birdsville, but um, no, good luck to all heading out there. It'll be a lovely day. Terrific result, uh, Gator, looking at all of those meetings, and hopefully there's another $8,000 quaddy somewhere for those that are following your tips today. Good luck today. Good strength. Thanks, mate.